hello. This is episode number four of the Foodie Flashback. I'm already at number four. Uh, this is crazy. Um, today's guest is someone. <laughs> we actually have two Who guests today. In the background. Yeah. We actually have Maybe two guests today. Three. <laughs> Maybe three. <laughs> um, yeah, it's someone. Someone I met like I don't know how long ago. Like six six years, right? MacWorld. Has it been that long? Yeah, yeah six MacWorld years. Twenty fourteen. Yeah. Maybe in like Tua in the actual channel a long time ago, but yeah, probably, it's been yeah, yeah, probably like that. But like we we basically, I mean, funny funny story. Like we <laughs> grew up not too far far apart from each other. Like at least some some extent. Nah, both, three hours isn't far at all. No, exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> both somehow <laughs> ended up in docs like area somehow like uh. gotten to know him. So, Isn't that a lot of how a lot of things go? Yeah, so it's, it's kind of somehow like Doc's involved. Yeah, he's he's <laughs> always involved. Yeah. Anyway, uh, it's it's Jerry. Hi. Hi. No, <laughs> like, Hi. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Oh my god. <laughs> After done? being stuck in the house for so long, you kind of mm. lose the capability to communicate with people. Social skills <laughs> at all? <laughs> what are those? Well, Gronk you didn't smash. have them exactly. It's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Anyway. Oh my god! There you go singing. <laughs> it's awesome it makes uh, it's, it's life it's life it's fine um anyhow um yeah so uh, like tell me a little bit about like yourself like where like where did you start like cooking or like i i mean maybe maybe let's start simple do you consider yourself a foodie uh i enjoy good food but i don't think that makes me a foodie so mm -hmm. um i kind of enjoy just finding new recipes kind of messing around with it um since I married, my wife is Japanese. We kind of do a little bit of fusion, <laughs> a little bit of European, like Asian fusion, which is kind of interesting all the time. But like food comes out pretty good. German Japanese fusion. <laughs> hey, I've seen the Japanese restaurants. Like you have the um, Hofbrau House in München, mm. right across the street. You had a Japanese restaurant owned by <laughs> a Japanese person and the person she married in Germany. So it's kind of crazy, but it's kind of interesting just to combine everything. Mm. Um, But I mean, as long as the food's good, I'll try it once. If I like it, I'll make it again. If I don't like it, um, well, it'll get pushed to the side and mm. I won't make it again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's kind of like how, how I want to say most food actually happens. I mean, you, you see something you like or you think you will like, you try it, you see how long you go, you change it if it doesn't, or you just discard it and say, yeah, that wasn't, wasn't very interesting. Mm. Yeah, that's that's kind of, that's kind of it. So I mean, like monkfish liver. I was going to bring that out there. Liver. Just, oh my god, it was it was horrible. That is all. <laughs> <laughs> I've never tried that. <laughs> Can yeah, you describe that? Thing. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, liver still you still have that kind of metallic taste, but mm -hmm. it, it's it's hard to describe. I, I I didn't like the taste at all. It might have been because I didn't have it super fresh, but. Mm -hmm. Because usually the stuff here, you know, has to be flown out or it's frozen once before. But mm -hmm. I really don't know how to describe it. It was just <laughs> <laughs> questionable at best. Bad fish and liver. Something like that. Uh -huh. <laughs> uh, see, good liver, when you cook it well, is amazing. My grandma mm. used to be able to hide that really well, like the flavor. But just this was raw and horrendous. <laughs> mm, okay. So so judging from like what you just said, like you, you started cooking with your grandma? Um, I ate the food she cooked. I really didn't care about cooking at all, to okay. tell you the truth. Um, you cared about even eating. in college. Yeah, I cared about <laughs> eating, getting fat. Um, pretty much, I spent most of the time just 
watching her. Mm-hmm. It was kind of cool watching the art, but I always cared more about the end product, not the mm-hmm. actual journey to get to that product. Mm-hmm. Um, and then s- slowly but surely, when I went to college, I started having no choice but to learn how to cook. So I kind of picked up cooking mm-hmm. a little bit more. And then I met my wife. And then um, she kind of, we cooked a lot more. Mm-hmm. She did more of the cooking than I did. And now we kind of just mm-hmm. take turns. But her food's amazing. We, you should really have her on the show one of these days. Oh, I will definitely do that. I'll add her to the list. <laughs> so so what what kind of food did your grandma cook? And maybe just start there. It, was it like just a lot of traditional German food, mm-hmm. if you think about it. like schnitzel? <laughs> Um, if you look at it, um, she a lot of baked goods. So you look at stuff like um, Kirschstrudel, Apfelstrudel. Mm-hmm. Oh goodness, <laughs> um, Kaiserschmarren, just things mm-hmm. like that. That were kind of just over time. She just learned how to make it, and it was like all from memory. Mm-hmm. So she didn't really have recipes. She <laughs> like kinda grandma's just cook. Fi- yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was like, hey, can I get the recipe? And she's like, uh, yeah, you have to do this. This is the these are the ingredients, but I can't give you the amounts mm-hmm. just by taste. I'm like, what? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's the so, it's the this looks about right method of cooking, right? <laughs> yeah, and for some odd reason, for her, it's like it works amazingly well. Mm-hmm. For me, not so much. I need <laughs> my method mm-hmm. and then the ingredients, and then I'll adjust from there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I need so a starting point. You, so you're more the follow the recipe first, like type of person. Um, like if yeah, you, and then I'll adjust it. Mm-hmm. So you'll you'll do the recipe like once as written and then you'll adjust or you'll adjust it right away some of the stuff i'll adjust right away because mm-hmm. i know i need to make more for let's say this thing is like one serving you're like mm-hmm. yeah that's not okay. gonna feed the family then well, i kind of okay I mean, that's not an adjustment that's like so. that's, that's <laughs> not really just like okay scale it up it can be though because sometimes <laughs> you think you scale it up and mm-hmm. it's you think it'll work well and then you scale it up and it tastes like crap <laughs> even though like the uh, one time scale, no mm-hmm. problem. But you go three times, four times, mm-hmm. the whole flavor of the product changes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's that's right. I've had that. So I mean, yeah, like traditional German things. I mean, I know, I know them. Um, <laughs> like, I mean, the area she's from. I mean, I've I've met her, so I know like a little bit about it. Like that's like Southern German, right? More like yeah, yeah. Like southern, even like a little bit Austrian. I'm I'm hearing like the strudel things are like more Austrian. Yeah, that sounds about right. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it seems like it's a nice mixture of different areas in mm-hmm, Europe mm-hmm. that kind of get thrown in. I noticed <laughs> it's something you think that's like fully German. Mm-hmm. It turns out it's from some totally different country. Yeah, I mean, I mean, <laughs> I think state, that's, I should. well, that's I mean, that's that in general. Like, I mean the. The British, like apple pie, that's not really British, and like all of that. <laughs> or a lot of the curries mm-hmm. that you eat. Yeah, it's in, in true. The, like Indian restaurant, and you're like, this actually turns out it was a British thing that mm-hmm. they brought. <laughs> like, what? It's, that's true. So, uh, I mean, tell me a little bit about, like, I mean, when you when you went to your grandma, you said, like, she, she would cook. Did she cook a lot, or was that more like a whatever, once a week thing? Every day. Every day. Breakfast, lunch dinner mm-hmm. so that she was she would be day. in the kitchen all yeah. day not all day she kind of had it down to science <laughs> i would say um so but sometimes yeah she was in there mm-hmm. all day like when you started making the strudel from scratch mm-hmm. i mean the work that goes into it is just amazing mm-hmm. the whole table was covered with the um i'm going to mispronounce this i think it's the phyllo dough mm-hmm. and then she puts the actual ingredients on it and folds it together i mm-hmm. mean one little mistake you can tear the dough and then it kind of yeah. causes an issue yeah yeah and then it spills out when you bake it yeah 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 okay so so i mean it, it sounds like 
food was still very important for your family. I mean, if, you're, if your grandma is cooking all day, like, or basically at least <laughs> all week, uh, f- food was important for, for your family, right? Yeah, it kind of brought everyone together at the dinner mm-hmm. table, breakfast and lunch. Mm-hmm. So you kind of all sat down, had some good food, and then just discussed like the day's happenings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, did did she also do, or did you get together like with a bigger family for like special occasions, like whatever Christmas or anything oh, yeah. like that? We mm-hmm. had aunts came over. We had like friends, family mm-hmm. friends come over. So it was, it was a boatload of people, kind of, <laughs> and a boatload of food, and a boatload of food. Yeah. <laughs> Because you had her cooking, and she's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, I'm going to make enough for everyone." And you had people bring in more food, and it just kind of got <laughs> insane after a while. And there was always leftovers for like the next couple of days. Yeah, sounds like grandma's, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or the whole, you know, you need to eat this. Um, you look skinny, and you're like mm-hmm. already overweight. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like you should eat more. <laughs> oh man, yeah. it's kind of interesting because uh, it's on a tangent. You you see this in like a lot of cultures, like mm-hmm. um, for example, like Mexican side mm-hmm. of everything. You, same thing. You had like the grandmas, the abuelitas, I believe. I always mm. get that wrong. Mm. My Spanish has kind of <laughs> suffered the last couple of days or last couple of years. <laughs> last couple but of days. you have like, the, <laughs> yeah, I'm not to use it. Um, but same thing. We're like, you're going to eat mm. your food and I'm going to put more on your plate and you're going to eat it and you have mm-hmm. no choice. And if you say no, you're going to get in trouble. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so. It's like, yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think a lot of cultures have that. I mean, like, I'm, I'm thinking Italian, like the Italian nonna, oh, yeah. where it's like, I mean, basically, if you're not eating, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah. And there's uh, nothing wrong with that. No. Uh, yeah. Some, to some extent. <laughs> at, some, at, some ex- at some point, it gets unhealthy, I would say. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, um, like, is there a reason why you weren't interested in cooking at that point? Or was it just something like you were busy doing other things? I, just no interest at all. Mm. I didn't have to do it. It wasn't part of, it wasn't a need. Mm-hmm. It was like, it was nice to have everyone mm. else was doing it. So why should I do it? Mm-hmm. Which mm-hmm. is kind of selfish, but as a kid, I mean, well, I mean what you're, you expect? <laughs> you're, you're a kid. I mean, there are a million, million and five things you could be doing. Um, I mean, <laughs> that, that wasn't one. Uh, did, did your, did your parents, like cook at all or was that more like a grandparents thing my mom did mm-hmm. and my dad did less but he did it more out of necessity he can't like his background his family um just didn't have as much money so mm-hmm. they had to make do with mm-hmm. like what materials they had on hand mm-hmm. so he had things like you know chicken dumplings or you mixed together like uh, mac and cheese peas and mm-hmm. goodness tuna you mm-hmm. had like a tuna casserole oh, yeah. so you whatever you had on hand you were able to create mm-hmm. something out of it mm-hmm so that it was more like, yeah, as you said, like more functional almost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, how do we get like all the different food groups together <laughs> into mm-hmm. one meal? Yeah. But I mean, the, the, it's also like sometimes that is also very interesting. I mean, I mean, you have family and sometimes, I mean, those dishes, they, they work. I mean, it, the, the mac and cheese, like, or well, we're going to talk about something similar later on. Like it, it's, they, they, they're simple. Uh, they're easy to make and they work. Mm. Like they feed everybody. Everybody's happy. They taste good usually. Uh, yeah. Not always. <laughs> like it depends. <laughs> um, the stuff he made was pretty good. And mm. he, I mean, his cooking is amazing. Uh, I don't know if I told you this story about when I, uh, we went to Curry House, uh, Chiban, So it's a little uh, curry restaurant that mm-hmm. from Japan, there's I think two, three French, there's a franchise, uh, well, three stores open in the franchise here in mm-hmm. Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And I said, "Hey, this curry is amazing." And my dad 
took it as, hey, his curry isn't as good, so he never made curry again, which oh, is kind of no. interesting. I was like, what the crap? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I said, this is the best curry. That's why. Uh, okay, and he was so, like, okay. So, yeah, that was, oops. <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, <laughs> but that means, I mean, he, he must have been proud of his curry until at right, that point, right? No, it was still really good. He mm -hmm. just never made it again. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. he, was, um, he was actually amazing, my dad, uh, making lasagna i've mm -hmm. had him make that for a long time mm -hmm. but he was that was like his thing he made it and it was just amazing mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. like did, uh, did you like did, did you ever ever cook with with any family member like dad mom grandma like at all usually or? with my grandma mm -hmm. yeah my grandma she mm -hmm. usually had me do stuff like hey put <laughs> this in like, there do that <laughs> and then get out of the way you're gonna burn yourself <laughs> the usual <laughs> it's like, or when we made like noodles from scratch for mm -hmm. example the noodle machine mm -hmm. she had me like kind of push you through the machine mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So. so it wasn't that you weren't involved you were just not like you would do it if you had to but you weren't like very interested at that point yeah mm -hmm. yeah okay um like you you said like i mean did, did you ever like grow up I, like one of the topics in like past episodes with with other people has been like the the frozen like the tv dinners the frozen like veggies anything like that mm. is that something i mean I, i remember that from from my childhood is that something you you somehow remember or connect with your childhood as well or is that oh yeah like did, did you like with my mom and my dad i mean my dad army so he was deployed sometimes mm -hmm. and then my mom had to take care of myself sure. and sometimes when my sister came around it was like two kids now mm -hmm. so yeah sometimes TV dinners is what it was mm. because it was easy to make, quick sure. to make, to pop it in the microwave and eat it. Mm -hmm. Not saying it was good. Some of them yeah. were decent, but I don't <laughs> think anything was like, I would go out of the way to eat it unless I really <laughs> had no choice. Yeah. Yeah. Doc was really surprised that like the, the frozen veggies are, I mean, one, that they were a thing in Germany <laughs> and two, that they're still around to this day. You know, like, yeah, hey, you can still buy that, like the frozen spinach and whatever peas and corn and whatever carrots you know i got i picked up a bag of um frozen carrots mm -hmm. i don't know when you <laughs> eat like regular carrots that mm -hmm. have been frozen from, and you make you make those from scratch just mm -hmm. boiling them for example mm -hmm. or adding them to a, a dish it's so much better when yeah. you get the fresh ones uh, frozen I, i i don't know how to describe it it's like a weird <laughs> kind of i wouldn't say a rubbery Mm -hmm. feel but it just doesn't feel right it's a real texture yeah yeah but i mean yeah. that that is something that i very much connect with my childhood i mean we we use quite a bit of like frozen veggies for, mm. because i mean my mom when my mom was cooking she she didn't really enjoy it as much probably like your mom she was like oh, okay we need food <laughs> like those, those damn kids need food so let's do something <laughs> um yeah. but she like she never like really enjoyed it that much so to this day like i mean she cooks she cooks well like it's not that she can't but she, no, just, she cooks really well yeah. the rolladen that she made yeah she can really good. she can do it it's just like i mean especially with like younger kids i mean like my sister was probably like whatever two three years old like back then like i mean You don't have the energy or the time. So a lot of like frozen veggies and the texture was just, it, it's to this day something I can't stand. Like <laughs> everything was kind of mushy and weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's better. It's like more of an emergency thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So but I mean, we had that a lot. I mean, there's this one soup I remember. Um, it was basically like a vegetable stock from cubes <laughs> and then she threw in some <laughs> some sometimes fresh sometimes frozen veggies 
but at the point when like when she served the soup it didn't matter like it was all kind of cooked and mushy <laughs> and like uh yeah i mean and and like yeah <laughs> it's it's weird talking about soups mm-hmm. um, my grandma used to make maple soup and that was interesting because all it was was like flour mm-hmm. water paprika and that kind of made the base of your soup. Mm-hmm. And then you made um, like dumplings, like same thing as spätzle. You just mm-hmm. put them into like knuffle pretty much. Mm-hmm. And then you put those in this in the actual soup, cooked it. And at the end, you added in like a little bit of sour cream and mm-hmm. some vinegar to add some flavor to it. Mm-hmm. And a bay leaf also. Sorry, I forgot the bay leaf that goes in there. <laughs> Very important. But in, I mean, this sounds like so simple. And yeah. if you think about it, it's like, what, how the heck did you make something out of this? Mm-hmm. And then when you actually make it, it's actually an amazing soup. Mm-hmm crazy yeah it it is i mean it's probably one of those like either peasant dishes or like yep. i mean she 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 went through at least one world war probably two yeah like eight wise yeah probably at least the second world yeah. war um i mean that's also like i remember i i know that from from my grandparents like the I, that soup particularly was one that was made a lot there because i mean that was like you didn't need much like water the ingredients flour. were available yeah yep. exactly <laughs> water flour something to spice it up that's it like <laughs> yeah it's, it was so good i gotta actually make it again she already knows how to make it really well mm-hmm. i gotta actually bug her to make it again i'll make the noodles mm-hmm. um and she can make the actual mm-hmm. <laughs> soup itself yeah yeah it's yeah <laughs> it's funny how this podcast always triggers like someone to say i should make this <laughs> i made spätzle oh. so we're going to talk about spätzle later but i made oh, spätzle God, after spätzle. i talked to doc about it so <laughs> Hey, did, uh, he, did you ask him if he cooked it yet? <laughs> if he made I, it yet? I have to ask him about that. Okay. Yeah. Because he said that he's going to make it yesterday. Well, mm-hmm. depending on when you actually post this podcast, it might uh, have been like three weeks ago. Three weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah. No, we, we posted, already posted it, so it's fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no. Um. So, like, after, like, I mean, you said, like, you didn't cook as much as a kid. Somehow that changed, like, later in life. Like, why? Is it just because you moved out and, like, out of necessity you had to cook? Or was there something that sparked interest in it? Well, I think it was a mixture of three things. It was, well, one was necessity, which is, Mm. I think, the most important reason. Um, When you move out, parents aren't cooking anymore. You got to fend for yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, Eating out got expensive, so it was better just to (laughs) cook it by yourself. Yeah. And um, the third reason, which kind of i only recognized recently is after a certain amount of time and you kind of hone your craft mm. you become a really good cook mm-hmm. and the food you make is actually really dang good yeah. and then you go to somewhere else and you pay like you know 15 16 bucks and you're like pardon the language what is it oh, i was gonna say something else but what is this <laughs> crap you're eating um and it's just like i'm trying to keep you from getting explicit but then you go there and you're like wow the stuff i made at home is actually really really good compared mm-hmm. to what i'm eating here all I'm really now saving is time. Mm-hmm. And even that time is you still have to drive down there. You have to pick it up. You have to wait in the restaurant. It's yeah. not really that much time that's saved. Yeah. I mean, it, it becomes time and experience. I mean, sometimes the experience is worth it. If it's, if it's like a, like a really cool environment, you're there with friends, whatever it, it might be worth it, but you're right. I mean, it's, it's about the, like it, it becomes a point where it's like, I mean, sometimes you sit in a restaurant, you get food and you're like, okay, I could have done this better in like less time and spend like less money on it. Yep. Yeah. It's <laughs> like cage <K-Spätzle. laughs> <laughs> well, I, I haven't tried the cage on, on 
Oh, I yet, so I can't tell. Uh, I don't think I did. Most places don't make them anymore. <laughs> no, um, the Café Laufer, mm. um, the dude was, I think, went Swiss. I think I don't know if he was Swiss or he mm. trained with a, mm-hmm. a a chef from Switzerland, but he used to make a lot of like during Oktoberfest. Mm-hmm. He used to make a lot of German Austrian dishes, mm-hmm. Swiss dishes also. Mm-hmm. So it was always really good. But everyone has their own way of making quiche, Betsy. I noticed. So it's always a little <laughs> bit different. But <laughs> different cheeses that are yeah. used. Isn't isn't that like, isn't that food in general? Like I mean, like a million different ways of doing the same thing. Yeah, and that's what makes it amazing. Exactly. I mean, um, yeah. look at what the heck was it? Ratatouille, for example. Mm-hmm. I think when um, the first time he like tasted the food, and you could see like all those little color explosions. I think mm-hmm. that's what. It's oh, the like. movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the movie. Sorry, not the food. It's <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> the Pixar movie. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> what did you add to that ratatouille? ratatouille? <laughs> Um, but you kind of see it's the same way um, mm-hmm. you kind of put stuff together and you get these amazing flavor combinations and you're like wow this is really good mm-hmm. or hey this is bland or hey maybe I should add this <laughs> <laughs> yeah true yeah so it's, uh, yeah it, it, it's it, as you said like I mean it's that that's why like someone I think Ewan was it he mentioned like he was like oh I should get on the show because I don't want anybody else to talk about I, I don't I don't want someone to pick trifle because that's his thing and I'm like It doesn't matter. Like there are probably fifty million trifles out there, and like yeah. <laughs> it can be you and trifle, and like someone else can have their own, and we can talk about it. Like it's it's the same thing. Like it's it's there is not. I, I I mean, I'm not even sure I have ever cooked the same thing exactly twice. Like <laughs> it's always a little different. Yeah. I mean, I try to make it the same as much mm. as I can. Um, like even cookies, like there's so many different combinations mm-hmm. for cookies that we kind of screwed around with it when I was ba- baking God, every other like week. No, actually every week we were baking like a chunk, huge chunk of cookies, like mm-hmm. three, what? Three dozen. Yeah. Three dozen usually mm-hmm. per batch or mm-hmm. per set that we made. And I always tried messing around with little things. Hey, leave it in a little longer, change ingredients a little bit, mm-hmm. make it more fluffy, make it crunchier, make it softer, mm-hmm. make it softer inside, crunchy and outside. I mean, God, cookies can be anything. <laughs> it's, it's so true. So, so what kind of food did you like start cooking like uh, when you moved out? Um, just basic stuff. The fun- interesting thing is, is like the same stuff that my dad made. Mm-hmm. So you know, throwing the mac and cheese, throwing a whole bunch of other things, and you get mm-hmm. that kind of tuna casserole type <laughs> did, thing going. Did, did you start with like craft boxed mac and cheese, or did you like make proper mac and cheese yourself? Oh no, because that was the cheapest. It was better to. <laughs> To go from craft because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that was the cheaper method to do it. You can get the boxes easily. So. <laughs> It's funny. Oh, oh my god! There goes my daughter. <laughs> I don't know if you heard her. <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> It's so funny. No, it's funny. Like those, those like boxes. A lot of. I mean, the crap. But a lot of people still really enjoy them. Like there's so many, so many childhood memories. I mean, for you as well, kind of. I mean, you said like you basically did the same thing your dad did. So there must be some connection. Like you're like, hey, this is how you do it. <laughs> And then I mean, I made like started making schnitzel, which came out horrible. Schupfnudeln. Mm-hmm. Um, I made those also, but mm-hmm. I, I'm an angry cook. <laughs> and Ooh, okay, they didn't come it? out the way I wanted and I just <laughs> threw them away and she was like you weren't that bad and I was like no this is crap I'm throwing it away and I'm like just I threw it away and that was the end of that she was like you're an angry cook I was like I know <laughs> so. I've never I've never seen you cooking angry that's funny <laughs> oh it's because I've gotten better so there's less mistakes <laughs> okay so you only get angry when you're when you make mistakes <laughs> yes okay that's that's probably why yeah <laughs> Yeah. So, so uh, did that evolve 
any at all from from there? Like, I mean, you said you started with mac and cheese, schnitzel. I mean, at some point you like started cooking better, right? Yeah, I mean, just you, I threw in the cash bets. I started putting that inside there. Mm -hmm. I started like uh, baking cakes a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, a little mm -hmm. more difficult now since we just have a convection oven, so mm -hmm. it changes oh. it changes the method a bit. It does, yeah. Um, so it kind of just. If I liked something, I tried to find the recipe and recreate it. For example, mm -hmm. here we have shoyu chicken, so which is pretty much sugar, um, shoyu, which I have to think about soy sauce. I had mm -hmm. to think what the actual English name <laughs> for it was. Um, and then like a little bit of Worcester. Mm -hmm. I, I always get the, the W sauce because <laughs> thing has the dumbest name ever. Um, Worcester sauce, actually. Is that what it is? Worcester yeah, it's sauce. actually Worcester. <laughs> It's not Worcestershire or anything like that. It's Worcester. <laughs> I thought it was a place in the UK. Maybe you it is actually. No, it is, no, it actually is a it place. Is? It is, and it's called Worcester. Oh, God. <laughs> it's oh, like Gloucester oh, wow. and Worcester, like all those weird UK. I learned something new today. Then, <laughs> good. Oh my God. No, that's see, funny. we're learning. <laughs> that's funny. So you throw all together. You put mm -hmm. the chicken, mm -hmm. um, and then you're going to use. I used my favorite tool as of right now, which is the instant pot. Mm -hmm. And you kind of put it together and like for this chicken. So you put the chicken in there, the sauce together. Mm -hmm. It's only like eight. It takes longer to prep the damn thing. Dang thing. Sorry. Sorry. You can beep <laughs> it if fine. you need to. No, no, it's fine. Then it, um, <laughs> then it does to actually cook it. It's like eight minutes on high mm -hmm. steam and then a quick release and it's, mm -hmm. or high pressure and then quick release. Mm -hmm. So it's like super quick to make it. And you have like this chicken that falls off the bone. Mm. It tastes really good. And it's just really good. I, I need to lower the sugar a bit though. I think, mm. They they request two third cup sugar for that small amount. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of sugar. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like an American recipe. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it's also like what I'm hearing is like it's very I mean easy to prepare, right? I mean, you can prepare that mm -hmm. and then later on throw it in the in the cooker very quick, right? Yeah. Mm. I mean, the other thing too is we started. Um, used to always out for curry. Mm -hmm. uh, Shiori started making curry by hand, which took forever. Mm -hmm. And then we started making instant pot Japanese curry, and that was like super quick. Mm -hmm. Again, the prep took like twenty thirty minutes, and the cooking itself took mm -hmm. like fifteen. <laughs> mm -hmm. And once you once it was done, the meat always came out tender. Mm -hmm. Even if you had like crappy cuts of meat, it came out tender, and you had like just an amazing, amazing amount of flavor. Mm -hmm. inside there and then you let it sit for a day because you always have leftovers the next day the thing was even more mm -hmm. like flavorful than it mm -hmm. was before it's just kind of awesome yeah. instant pot is my favorite tool right now mm -hmm. i'm just gonna <laughs> i'm gonna keep on um kind of oh well, yeah the virtues of the instant pot <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah it's 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 kind of funny i mean it's it's such an old idea it still works like an instant i mean instant pot that's like i mean it has been around for forever like it's basically the the like the slow cooker of whatever your grandma yeah no she she yeah. had one she used to always make a pear kartoffeln inside mm -hmm. there mm -hmm. so and, and that potatoes. thing took forever <laughs> yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah it's true so <laughs> yeah and now you have this machine that i can hook up to my iphone tell it to <laughs> hey do this do that mm -hmm. and it finishes it and you're like wow this is amazing <laughs> Or it's like multi-purpose too. We don't have a lot of space in our mm. apartment now, so this thing you can saute. You can. Mm. I see people make yogurt. I mean, you can do so mm -hmm. many stupid things. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> the guy who made it was smart. <laughs> yes, very smart. <laughs> very crafty. Very smart. So, yeah. Took an old idea and just made it popular. <laughs> That's usually the best way to go about mm -hmm. it. Take something, improve it immensely, mm -hmm. and then kind yeah. of release it to the wild. Yeah, exactly. 
So, um, I, I like, I mean, we, we've kind of danced around the Spätzle topic. Um, I mean, it's kind of connected to like where you, where you grew up and your grandma, obviously. I mean, that's the Spätzle area, basically. Um, yeah. But for, for the people who don't know what it is, how would you describe it? <laughs> Just uh, <laughs> egg noodles with cheese, sautéed onions, and goodness, that's about I think it. That's it. Yeah, it's pretty simple. Well, I've seen some people they add in like a little bit of bacon also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I've like seen that. They kind of pan. No, I wouldn't say pan fried, but where it's not like crispy, but it's just that right amount where it's still leaking off the fats mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. kind of get mixed into the mm-hmm. cache. It's usually. So. I would bake it probably like for, like for yeah. a couple of minutes. Yeah. So why like why is this your your special like your special dish or like the thing you you care most about so it's kind of interesting um i might have to change up on it caring the most about it but the two <laughs> dishes i usually asked for were um medelzuppe for my grandma mm-hmm. and kaishpetzle mm-hmm. and she always made it and usually with the kaishpetzle we had like a nice uh, salad on the side too mm-hmm. just lettuce with a little bit of, like the uh the dill sauce like a little bit of vinegary kind mm-hmm. of sauce mm-hmm. on it and it was just always amazing. Mm-hmm. So it was so simple, but it tasted so good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so I mean, you you enjoyed it as a kid. Uh, like, what was it? Like, was it just the like the cheese or the like what what made it special for you? Do you well, my remember? The flavor. I think mm-hmm. the flavor was. It, it's just the mm-hmm. cheese added so much flavor. You had a little bit of meat inside there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good. It was kind of fun to mess around with because you had like the straight the the cheese string mm-hmm. and you were like pulling it up to your mouth. So yeah, it's it just enjoyable. It yeah, was, and eating it was fun too. And you always get the cheese stuck everywhere. And- <laughs> it's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I think it's also. I mean, it's kind of the. I want to say the 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 pasta dish of that like that region. I mean, a lot of other kids they're like spaghetti or anything like that. My my kids are like basically any noodle with butter and salt. But I think it's it's kind of the same the same thing, right? It's it's like a it's a pasta dish, kind of just just the German version of it. Everyone always says it's like the American mac and cheese, but I don't think that's a good comparison. There, it's totally different level, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think it's it's like from the like people. I don't know. Like it's hard to. It's really hard to tell. I think in some in some areas and to some extent, yes, because. Like a lot of people really love it and really, really like have fond memories of it. Um, on the other hand, it's not as widespread, I think. Like, I mean, <laughs> like, I mean, mac oh, and cheese is almost universal. I mean, oh, God. in the US, <laughs> yeah. like, it's basically everywhere. Um, it's not the same in Germany, definitely not. Like, it's it's more like a southern, it's kind of like more like a, like a cornbread. It's more like a southern thing. <laughs> So oh, they'll get me started on good cornbread. <laughs> <laughs> Used to hate cornbread when mm-hmm. I ate it at school, mm-hmm. but then when I actually had some really like well-made cornbread, mm-hmm. it was just night and day difference. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what, what does like a, what's the difference like in cornbread, like between like a school cornbread and a good one? <laughs> uh, consistency and flavor. I think mm-hmm. like when you eat the school one, it was like really mealy. It was kind of salty. Mm-hmm. Compared to like a sweet cornbread that you would mm-hmm. expect, mm-hmm. Um, pretty much the salt overpowered the sweetness inside mm-hmm. of it. So, and it was just kind of overcooked, more likely too, because mm-hmm. it was I bet you pre-made, put into like a yeah, 
<laughs> oven and served to the kids. Yeah, I mean, and oh. pro- also probably like very few spices. It was like minimal amount of ingredients that he can get away yeah. with. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but, yeah. The good stuff I can't go wrong with. There's actually a really good. Um, I don't know. If, I don't think we went there when you came to visit Hawaii, but there's a um, like a oh, goodness, what the heck was the name for it? Hughley's. It's a southern kind of southern food restaurant like we, comfort food we did go so. to to one i don't remember the name though but we did like we had um yeah we had definitely i had cornbread i had hush puppies there we had okay that's where it was yeah. it was that one then yeah oh and that I, was uh, good yeah that was seriously good <laughs> <laughs> no it was amazing mm. I, it's just actually i need to go see if that place is still open mm. i gotta give them some money mm. and pick up some food they had the best banana pudding on the island in my mm-hmm. opinion mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah i remember that yeah so so <laughs> do you have any like i mean we talked about germany but i mean it sounds like you also have a little bit of a connection to like the south and southern like american southern food oh yeah i just lived in texas for mm. a nice chunk of time mm. so th- the interesting thing is like Tex-Mex and even Mexican food was never kind of my thing. Mm-hmm. I was more for like the barbecues, mm-hmm. like meat and potatoes type stuff. So, <laughs> so it's still German. <laughs> it, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, there's a lot. There's like a huge um, like German influence mm-hmm. in Texas, if you look yeah, at it. Yeah, definitely. So you have like Neubraunfels, for example. You have like even one town over from where I used to live. There used to mm-hmm. be a really good German restaurant and it's mm-hmm. still there. So mm-hmm. the last time I went to visit my mom, first place I went, I was like, mm-hmm. I went down to that restaurant. I drove from Austin to that restaurant in Lime Passes. <laughs> <laughs> and me dressed in like an Aloha shirt. So everyone's looking at you funny because, you know, you're wearing shorts and Aloha shirt coming into like a German restaurant, sitting by yourself and eating mm-hmm. and just heading out again. <laughs> it's like, what's that weirdo doing there? <laughs> yeah. It's like, who the heck? <laughs> yeah. I mean, like like why did you go to that restaurant like what what was like like what drew you to it um i used to always go there when we used to live there mm-hmm. um and the flavor was good um it wasn't too expensive mm-hmm. um we used to know i think the owners it's still the same owners and just the kids took over mm-hmm. so kind of looks like it's been around for a while mm-hmm. it's like a family thing basically like you yeah kind of friends with everybody and my mom goes there, so mm-hmm. she knows, like, she's been going to that place mm-hmm. often. If she doesn't cook it at home, mm-hmm. she goes there to pick it up or mm-hmm. eat there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, th- those are the best places, to be honest. Like, I mean, I have a lot of <laughs> a lot of experience and a lot of friends in, in that area as well. Like, I mean, restaurants that, I mean, even we went, like, when, you were, when we were traveling around, like, we went to a couple... Like where I like know everybody because exactly the same thing. Like I mean, it's kind of like your parents went there every whatever, every week or every two weeks or whatever, every month, and you just like gotten to know everyone, like became friends, kind of. Well, it used to be the same as um, the place we went to, kind of in Germany. I forgot the name for it now. Mm-hmm. Off the top of my head, with my grandma, we used to go with the family. Mm-hmm. Um, Albert was the owner. I don't know if he went with us to that. Mm-hmm. Went there so. again. Oh no, it was Shiori. It's mm-hmm. Shiori. You went for that one. Mm-hmm. It was Shiori and Sophia. We're like, I really want to go. My grandma's like, you really don't want to go. Trust me. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, nah, that's not right. Why the heck would you say that? Blah blah blah. Let's mm-hmm. go. Let's go. Mm-hmm. We go there, and it turns out that the daughter took over because mm-hmm. um, Albert kind of just retired. He's older mm-hmm. now, right? He's doing sure. his thing. Yeah. But she changed the whole menu around. So she went to like, um, was it, is it, oh crap, what the heck was the term for it? Echo, like, goodness, I forgot the name for it now. Just, I don't know. <laughs> uh, na- all natural bio, like type thing. So mm-hmm. they got, mm-hmm. I was like, wait, 
all the stuff he was making was coming from his farm anyway. I don't know how, <laughs> like, go, how much more organic more can it be. <laughs> yeah, how much more organic can it be? But they che- they ruined like the mm. um, the the, um, the Hochzeitsuppe. Mm. They ruined that. I mean, it was just disappointing. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And my grandma was right. I should listen to her. <laughs> I had to experience it for myself. And I was just kind of really sad. Even I guess Albert was like trying to tell his his daughter, it's like, hey, you should really maybe not go this route mm-hmm. but hey she owns it now yeah. and she said hey we're going down our own route mm-hmm. so. yeah which which is fine i mean it can work or it can't like i mean you never know like taking over and doing it doing the same thing that ever like previous like whatever the family has been doing for forever sometimes also doesn't work because it's just not the same it's not the same people mm-hmm. not the same exact thing so yeah you never know um I know that you don't have too much time, but there's one thing I want to like dive into a little bit still. Okay. Um, the whole like, I mean, I, I think it's super super interesting the whole Japanese influence. I mean, with your wife being Japanese and whatever, how like how has that influenced the way you think about food or how you how you cook? Um, I don't think it changed much actually. Mm-hmm. I, I used to always kind of, well, when I was younger, I was really picky, but as I got older, I kind of threw that to the side. Mm-hmm. Like even the first time I went to Japan or the first time I came to Hawaii, for example, I didn't really eat with chopsticks at all. My mm-hmm. friends introduced me to it. Um, I ate sushi for the first time. Mm-hmm. I kind of ate, you know, rice kind of picked up in my life. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, ate a lot of like local food and whatnot. And mm-hmm. oh my god, who is doing the freaking weeds outside? <laughs> 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 so, um, kind of just picked up there. First time I went to Japan, I tried everything. Like mm-hmm. anything that was put in front of me, I tried. <laughs> so, um, I kind of became more adventurous, I guess. Mm-hmm. Tried new stuff, mm-hmm. um, but that I never did. So maybe it influenced me a little bit. But mm-hmm. that was I was just super picky when I was young, and I became. Yeah more adventurous as i grew older yeah i think most people do that though i mean it's it's a question like how much like but I, at least my experience is like i mean kids kids are super picky usually i mean don't put anything green in front of a kid usually they're like oh <laughs> it's green you must know, be Sophia, bad <laughs> i'm actually surprised mm-hmm. she loves like broccoli mm-hmm. she eats asparagus um she eats tofu mm-hmm. she's actually a really good eater and mm-hmm. i hope it stays we'll see what wait happens. for it yeah i'm it's waiting for change. it I'm waiting it's for gonna it. change <laughs> no so. but but as i said like i think mo- i mean kids are usually a little bit more picky and then as you usually as you grow older you get more adventurous as you like as you age as you like get more mature think about things differently i mean i had we had a discussion with with doc about cabbage for example like he's mm-hmm. like i hated cabbage as a kid and now i love it like, do you have any food like that where, like, something that you hated as a kid and couldn't eat, and now you're like, hey, this is the best thing ever? No, but more drinks like coffee. I used to hate coffee, mm-hmm. and I'm drinking black coffee, and mm-hmm. it needs to be nice, good coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, but food wise, mm. I don't know. Well, coffee counts. Like, coffee is kind of a food too. It's just, I'm trying to think of anything. No, I think no. it kind of, I just opened up. There's nothing I, uh, Wait, there's one thing. I just remember Brussels sprouts, mm-hmm. screw those things. <laughs> um, but then I tried them like really well made. Mm-hmm. And my mom, the, when she made them, uh, I apologize, mom. They were just bad. Uh, and she made I'm, me eat them. So I'm, I'm like, I'm guessing, she made, she, I'm guessing she made you, she made it the German way, like cooked to basically mush. <laughs> 
they were like no yeah it was mm. pretty much no mm-hmm. spices nothing else yep. with it, it was, mm-hmm. yeah, oh god yeah i had the same thing like i i hated brussels sprouts until i had them actually in phoenix like two years ago <laughs> first time i actually i tried them like as a snack uh with like a little like pan fried with a little bacon and i was mm. like okay wow <laughs> this can actually be good <laughs> So yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah, I, I I kind of wonder whether that's a German thing or whether that's just like a time thing where like maybe that was the way it was done in the past and now it's no. I think she just did a bad job. <laughs> well, then then my mom did too, and my dad, like, and my grandma, both my grandmas. Oh, no. So I don't know. <laughs> what else is there? Well, so actually, let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. What was the rarest food you've eaten? Like the rarest, kind of most exotic. Food. Oh, that's difficult. I think alligator might have been <laughs> might have been it. Oh, that stuff's good. Yeah, I alligator was good. It with a little bit of honey, mm-hmm. honey Dijon mustard, di- dip it, and mm. it's weird because it tastes like a really good steak and <laughs> a little bit fishy, and you're like, "Wow, this is amazing." <laughs> <laughs> For me, it was more like chicken. <laughs> I, actually, that sounds good. Yeah, it sounds yeah, about right. Yeah, it was like more <laughs> chicken. I mean, which was fine with me. I'm like, well, I mean, ultimately, it wasn't that special, but yeah. What was your like your Special food, yeah. I think the rarest thing I've had was whale. Whale, because wow. I had to try it. Someone shared mm-hmm. it with me, and I was like, "Crap, I don't want to eat this," but mm-hmm. I don't want to be disrespectful. Yeah, so probably I tried in Japan, it, and right? it was just too fatty. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not my, not my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really just fat. Mm-hmm. It was like I, I preferred bacon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bacon, bacon. But makes I, also had re- <laughs> I also had real like mountain wasabi there. Mm-hmm. So the actual the stuff, and you can actually eat that stuff straight. Mm-hmm. Like when they um, kind of grate it onto the plate, you can mm-hmm. get it straight and it won't mm-hmm. like crazy burn you like the horseradish stuff does. Mm-hmm. But it's just, it was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is there anything else you, you want to share? Like any stories that came up or any, any food you, I mean, maybe let me ask a question instead. Um, what's your favorite dish right now? Ooh. Or one of so them. Many. Like, it doesn't have to be like, <laughs> one the favorite, one of the favorites mm. right now. So we actually had ahi sashimi, mm-hmm. which is actually really good. And it's one of my favorite things. It's just actually the raw fish, mm-hmm. well prepared, put onto a plate, presented nicely. And you don't eat it with shoyu, with soy sauce. You don't mm-hmm. eat it with anything else. You just eat it straight up and you get that nice flavor and just mm-hmm. melts in your mouth. Mm-hmm. That's been like a really, one of my favorites. Um, for mm-hmm. some thing that i make more often i guess it would have to be the curry mm-hmm. curry has just been curry is good yeah, <laughs> i don't curry, know how else like, to describe it, it. it is it's yeah. just <laughs> it's just amazing you put all that crap together it mm-hmm. comes into it congeals into this nice like would congeal it makes it sound bad but it kind of <laughs> becomes like this nice mixture and mm-hmm. it's just you have all these different flavors inside of it it's just awesome so mm-hmm. i'm gonna go with the japanese curry Mm-hmm. Okay, I have to look that up. I, I think I've never had a Japanese curry, so I'll, that's definitely something I will have to check. I'll hey, next try. time you come visit. Yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have Japanese curry. <laughs> Good idea. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I think, if is there anything you want to share? Or are you fresh out of stories? <laughs> Oh, I got plenty of stories. Oh, I'll have to do part two somewhere along good. the way. Good. We'll, we'll do. A, we'll <laughs> definitely do a part two. I don't want to eat up too much of your time. I know your your family is waiting for you. Uh, those, or, we're actually going to go pick up some sochu from. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a gentleman, a Japanese gentleman who opened up shop in Haleiwa, mm-hmm. a small little town on mm-hmm. North Shore. So he actually released a batch recently. 
And uh, I put my name in, <laughs> like, just come pick it up. I was like, oh, cool. Get the family out a bit, drive mm-hmm. down to North Shore. Or I could get pulled over by the police and like, why are you out and mm-hmm. about and like, <laughs> getting my alcohol? <laughs> I can use it for like, I can use it to make like hand no. <laughs> sanitizer if I need you to. Sanitize it for me inside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So actually, I'll let you know how that sochu goes. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's all like, I think he uses local ingredients. Mm-hmm. So oh, it's, cool. it's going to be kind of interesting to see. Mm-hmm. Like how it actually tastes. It's like, I think 44% alcohol. It's some crazy amount. Mm-hmm. It's more like you're going to make me go blind. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> All right. Then, um, yeah, let everybody know where people can find you. Um, best thing is just look up Drum Caller anywhere from Twitter to Facebook, um, drumcaller.com. I need to actually, I'll have a little bit more free time soon to update my site <laughs> with uh, tips. I'm usually tech side of things, mm-hmm. but sometimes I throw food and recipes on there. Mm-hmm. I might just kind of mix it up and just make it a life blog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you should, you should post some of the food you make because, I mean, Hawaii has amazing food. Like, either you make or you eat. Like, there's so much. Yeah, there's, Locomoco is where it's at, by the mm-hmm. way. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> you sure. had one, right? When you came yep. down. Yep, we did. Ah, we that's did. Yep. Good thing we did that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's one of, the one thing we did. No, it's not true. We did a lot. <laughs> yeah. All right. Lots of walking. Uh, yeah, lots of walking too. Lots, lots of beer, lots of like other oh, good things. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I can definitely hire, I can highly recommend Hawaii. Like once you can travel again and they're all set. <laughs> Highly if you come by say hi to doc or me and mm-hmm. we'll kind of take you around the island <laughs> it's not that far <laughs> no it's not <laughs> it's like- that's why when people complain i drove 15 minutes through traffic mm-hmm. and you're like yeah whatever <laughs> <laughs> it's like 15 you can you can go around the island in an hour i think uh never uh, right now maybe because there's no traffic <laughs> yeah. but usually there's crazy amounts of traffic mm, so. that's true <laughs> all right um yeah you can find me also on twitter and everything i do and all the twitter links and everything on the patrice.com and you can find this very podcast on twitter at foodie flashback uh, there's a website as well foodieflashback.com um if you have a story to tell foodie or not doesn't matter whether you've ever done a podcast or not you know you see i dragged jerry into this like he he didn't <laughs> want to do it at first and we're like hey you have to do this um like anybody can do it uh, if you have a story to tell reach out to me either on twitter or there's a little form on foodieflashback.com just fill that out and i'll be in touch and then we'll, we'll set something up and yeah that's it see you next time oh.